Right, hello team and welcome to the May session of Mortgage Champions sales session. Uh, we are going to talk today about hitting the target in today's market and utilizing every arrow in your quiver that you possibly can. Look, the market continues to rise in rates, as you all know, and I'm hearing from your leaders that, you know, we're, we're still at a sales level. We're struggling with some of those rises, but you know what? I want to today really help you with that. Go deeper on some concepts that I've taught you before, but I've never showed you at this level, particularly in how to build more monetary benefits for your customers and the importance of that. And just make sure you're utilizing all the tools you need to be successful today. It's just that simple. So let me start with kind of our main focus, and that is to succeed in today's market, we must take aim first, shoot with precision, and then utilize every arrow in our quiver to succeed. So let me begin by talking about taking aim. And, and we'll break this down between refinance and purchase. Let me start with your refi uh, approach. And it's this, you gotta remember, you gotta crack the code. Now, what does it mean to crack the code? It means cash out debt elimination. I cannot say this enough to you, but you should be fine by now. If you don't include debt in the equation, you're probably not gonna get access to a whole lot of sales on the refi side of the house. So. Let's talk about taking aim and our refinance focus. And the first thing is to focus on savings and liquidity, not rate. It's all about how you're saving the customer money. It's about how you're putting cash in their pocket. It's about how we're setting them up for this marketplace today. I'm gonna to show you an example in a minute and show you new ways to put money in their pocket you didn't even know you could do before. Um, the bottom line is you gotta make sure that you're not thinking about the rate. You're not focusing on the rate. You're not dwelling on the rate. Let me just be blunt as I can be with you right now. Hear me on this. The number one challenge I'm seeing with most loan officers is they just can't get over the rate in their own brains. We're thinking too much for the customer. We got to stop doing that in the refi side. I don't care what your rate is today. I am going to see if I can save you money. And I'm going to focus on that triple play that we talked about last month. I'm going to lead in with a very simple statement to every bar. Hey, if I could show you how to not just lower your payment, but in doing so, actually provide you cash while I lower the payment and also provide you with either a matched or reduced term. Would you like to hear about it? Because I'd literally be fixing and improving every single aspect of your current mortgage loan. They're going to say yes. You can use that pitch calling out to solicit past customers, turndowns, anything that you've got. You can use that pitch for inbound. You can use that pitch for referrals. You can use that pitch with everybody. Start with your triple play because in today's marketplace, here's the problem. You might lower my rate on a refinance on my credit cards, but you're increasing my rate on my mortgage. And then I got a dilemma. I got to determine, well, wait a minute. Do I really want to add $20,000 or $25,000 worth of debt to pay off a $250,000 mortgage when the rate's going up, you know, a couple of percent on that mortgage and my rate's going down on the credit cards, but I could do a home equity loan or line of credit. Now, look, this is what people are thinking today. You've got to know how to respond to that. So what you've got to do is focus on the triple play. How are we going to help them? Ultimately, it's by doing all three, three things. And how do you do it? Well, 
I'm going to go back to a Beatles song you may have heard where they say, all you need is love. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I'm not a singer, as you can tell. That's why I speak for a living. But I'm going to give you a new jingle. All you need is Ed. Dun, 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 dun. Now, what am I talking about? Here's what I'm talking about. Equity and debt. Equity and debt. Write it down in capital letters. Equity and debt. If you got equity and you got debt, you have a very good chance, even in a rising rate market, at a higher rate than they have today, of creating an incredible refinance. I'm going to show you an example in a minute, in detail, so you understand it. Here's the bottom line. you got to get in. And you also got to ask the right questions. you you, you got to unveil opportunities. you got to get customers thinking right about it. And you got to make sure that you get them led to the water you want them to drink. So let's talk about those for this minute. Let's start with the wrong questions, the ones I don't want you to ask. I hear these all the time. Three very common ones. So what are you trying to accomplish? What are you looking to do? Or what is your goal? Okay. Let me say this to you, okay? That's great that you're asking those questions. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get them to converse and talk to you. But those are the wrong questions. Why? Because they're too general. Most customers, when you say, what are you trying to accomplish on a refinance especially, they're going to say, just trying to lower my rate. Well, that's not possible probably. Or just want to get the lowest fees. Or just want to see if I can do this. Something that you can't do. So what are the right questions? Well, first off, in addition to lowering your payment, notice what I did there. What kind of needs do you have for cash? I'm going to make an assumption here, and I want you to make the same assumption. Any refinance borrower, their number one goal is to lower their payments. Not the only goal, but that's their number one goal. So use that as your universal launching point. And begin with that. Hey, in addition to lowering your payments, what kind of needs do you have for cash if I could get you some? If they say, well, I don't need any, then ask them the next question. Do you currently have a mortgage reserve? In other words, a reserve that is only for paying your mortgage if something will go wrong for three to six months. They're probably going to say no, and all of a sudden, it changes the answer to question one. And then ask them next, do you plan or desire to do any improvements? They're probably going to say yes, which again, changes the answer to number one. And would you be interested in improving tax benefits. Great question to ask. They're not thinking about that with a mortgage loan, but if you ask that question, they go, well, yeah, how can I do that? Curiosity comes in, enthusiasm comes in, and it changes the answer to the first question again. And what are your plans for staying in this home? Now you get to find out how long they plan to stay there. Should you buy down the rate or should you do something that's more on a par basis? How do you want to build this? And is there other opportunities here? And then what are your retirement or debt freedom goals? Now you're starting to get insight into terms and cash needs they might have for retirement, any needs for college funding, and any other needs for cash to improve your security. These are much more pointed, much more direct, much more powerful questions. How about in the purchase world? Well, the wrong questions are still the same wrong questions. Don't ask them what they're trying to accomplish. Wrong question. Focus instead on home ownership not rate. That's the key. You want to make sure that you are focusing on home ownership as your primary benefit, not focusing on the rate. Don't matter what the rate is. Can we get you in a home? Always lead again with the triple play. In this case, it's payment, down payment, and term. Remember, down payment is a massive benefit you can utilize. 
either by getting them to put more down to create a better buyer position or less down to retain more cash for improvements, for debt elimination, to create more affordability, and for cash for reserves. And always think affordability versus DTI. Talk about budgets. Talk about creating affordability. Talk about utilizing some of that down payment to create access to a bigger total purchase that they can do. And then, again, ask the right questions to unveil opportunities. Now, what are the right questions on a purchase? First off, do you have a specific property in mind? Begin with that. Are you serious about buying today? Ask them the question. I've touched that before. Now, I know that feels uncomfortable, but look what you're going to say next. In other words, are you prepared to move quickly on a property? I need to know the answer because if they're not, they're not going to get in a contract. And how much are you hoping, keyword they're hoping, to put down? And will you have any money left for emergency reserves or a mortgage reserve afterwards? And then ask this question. Put a star next to this. What's the most you could put down? So I'm starting to ask questions around both minimum down payment so that I might be able to find a way to create some of the cash to create those benefits or maximum down payment to create a stronger buyer. And then have you done a budget? Find out if they've done a budget. And if you can do one, do it. Do you have any outstanding consumer debt? Make sure you ask that question. And do you plan to do any improvements to the house? And then of course, lastly, are you working with a realtor? These are the questions I want you to ask. Now, once you've asked these, now we're going to shoot with provision and precision. So let's talk about shooting with precision today. And let's start with the refinance. There's two things I want you to remember. Number one, let your numbers and the answers to those questions determine the opportunity. If they've answered those questions that, yes, they need cash, yes, they want to lower their payment, yes, they want tax benefits, yes, they want term reduction, you know what? <laughs> they want to refi, no matter what the rate is, if you can do those things. And the rate doesn't matter anymore. If they've answered the questions to your satisfaction, you're in good shape. So now you can focus on value over price and return on investment. So let, let's do an example here, okay? I'm going I'm to give you a customer scenario. Got to borrow the $450,000 home, $360,000 lendable value based on an 80% loan to value. They're at a 3% 30-year original term. They have a balance left of $310,284 today with $1,433 in payments. And they've paid for four years. So they've paid $68,784 in to reduce about $30,000 on their mortgage. And their current interest deduction. In other words, the interest they can deduct under taxes is 9308 Now, how did I get to that number? Let, let me show you how. I simply took their current mortgage balance. I multiplied it by their interest rate. So in this case, 310284 times 3% to get an estimated 9308 Now, by the way, I need to say this caveat again. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't want you to be making statements to borrowers about how much tax savings or benefits they're going to get. I am teaching you this for your edification because you're going to see in a minute this is very powerful information. And this is an estimate because it'll be a little bit less than that because each payment will get a little bit more, which will probably be closer to maybe $9,400. But this is a simple calc that gives me an idea of about what their interest deduction would be. Then, in addition to that, they have 45000 in available equity, approximately, based on about 2500 in loan closing fees that I'm including in my loan. 
$25,000 in consumer debt, on which you're paying $750 a month, the national average of around 3%. Their total debt represents $335,284 if I include all of it, and then their total payments are $2,183. So now let's look at some options here. Let's start with option one. And that's reducing their payment at a matched term. I'm going to go to 337,784. I'm going to add $2,500 for those fees. And at a 5.25%, 225 basis points higher than we're at today, for a 26-year term. Now, let me stop there for a minute because you're probably saying, but Dale, we don't have a 26-year term. Well, you may have a 26-year term. Or if you don't have a 26-year term, you have a 30-year term and a 25-year term that can, the 30 can be converted to a 26 by them just paying the 26-year payment. Or the 25 can be one year better, but here's the reason I use 26. It's a match to their current term. It's a correlating offer I'm making to them to show them a comparison. Because here's what happens. Their payment would be 1986 based on a 26-year term at a 5.25% rate. Now, what are my benefits? Well, first off, I'm saving $197 a month. That's $23.64 a year. I don't give them any cash yet, but watch this. Their tax deductions go to $17,733. That's an $8,425 increase. Now, how did I come to that number? Again, I don't want you doing anything but tell them to go to tax advisor, but I want you to understand one of the big benefits in today's marketplace that you didn't have when the rates were 2 and 3%. You're raising their rate, so here's what that means. Now when I calculate the new mortgage balance times the interest rate, in other words, 337,784 times 5.25, now the one year's Tax deduction is $17,733. That is an increase of approximately $8,400. Now, by the way, if they're in a 22% tax bracket, that's almost $1,800 that they're creating in actual tax savings. I'm using the lowest normal tax bracket for a homeowner in the U.S. That would be like $150 a month in additional savings. So, the one benefit today that we haven't seen in the past is if they're utilizing their long-term tax deduction, in other words, they're itemizing, they've just almost doubled what their deduction would be by the increase in the rate. That's going to create a tax benefit to them and a tax savings if they're using it. Now, again, they need to talk to a tax advisor, but think about this. The standard deductions, a little over 25000 in 2022, well, if 17.7 alone is the mortgage now, it used to be only 9,000, which wasn't enough to make it make sense. And they're also deducting their property taxes, that they can go up to 10,000 between their property taxes and state income tax. If they're taking those, they may very well get a huge advantage here that creates a lot of savings they wouldn't have had without it. And then, this is based on a match term with a deferral of 2,183. So lots of benefits happening here with this loan program. But I'm not done. Let's look at a max cash at match term. Now I'm going 360,000, maximizing out, 5.25% interest rate, 26-year term again, payment of 2117. I'm matching up the current payment, and here's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a $66 payment reduction, or $792 a month, I'm going to get $22,216 in cash at closing for my borrowers, approximate. Still maintain that $17,000, but I also might create an additional tax benefit because if they use that money for home improvements, that could be tax deductible. Again, talk to your tax advisor. And I'm matching their term 
and creating that deferral of $2,183. So lots of benefits. And then lastly, the max term at match payment. They have a loan amount of $337,784. I'm going back to my original loan amount that just pays off all the debt. 5.25 rate. The term that I can go to without raising their payment is 21 years. That's based on a 2183 payment, which is the same as what they're paying right now. The payment reduction is a match. The cash is zero. The tax reduction is still there, or deduction increase, I should say, if they're using that. But now they get a five-year term reduction at $85,980 in total payments they don't have to make that they would have had to make if they'd have went to a 30-year loan. And then the deferral is $2,183. So the $85,000 represents five years I've cut off their current mortgage. I'm just taking that mortgage payment times 60, 60 months. The deferral still remains the same. As you can see, there's a ton of benefits to all of these. And by the way, the average mortgage debt in 2021 is 229242 Why am I showing you that? Because this was based on the 310000 If the mortgage balance is even less, then the impact from the lower rate is going to be less, which means you're going to have less resistance to that. Here's my point. Although the rates are going up, the payments are going down, the cash is getting bigger, and the terms are getting reduced. All three of those things are happening. Now, that shows that even though they had a lower rate, there was benefits in what they're doing. Then, let's talk about purchase for a minute. We want to identify the optimum payment by making sure that we're helping them to do a budget and helping them to create affordability. We're going to provide alternatives for affordability, which include using some of your down payment money for paying off debts or helping them create affordability through things like an adjustable rate mortgage offer that might get that payment down. We want to educate on the utilization of cash and down payments, as we've talked about so many times, and utilize the market conditions for urgency to get docs. Remind them that you need to get docs right away because to get an offer in, you want to get docs so you get it fast. Lastly, utilize all your arrows. Now, what am I referring to here? Well, first and foremost, I want you to utilize your competitive differentiation. You are different than your competition in every way imaginable. You, you, you provide different service, different relationship, different benefits, different options, different ways to look at the loan. Utilize that to win deals and utilize your relationship and loyalty. Slow down, take your time, ask all those questions and a whole bunch more. Get into your rich questions. Do the things that separate you and complete your applications for better accuracy. Remind your borrowers, here's a great advantage for you in today's marketplace. In the purchase market, as we know, things are going off the shelf fast. So you know what? In order for them to be a serious buyer and actually get approved quickly, they're going to have to give you their docs and put an application right away. So you have an innate reason why you can ask for that that benefits you and gets you docs. In addition to that, you want to make sure they understand that without those docs, it's just not an accurate quote. We want to be as accurate, as truthful as we can with our clients. And then 
Talk through budgeting capabilities. If you can create a budget, do so because that's going to be good for them. And also make sure that you utilize your ARM products and your buy-down options as options. You're not just selling ARMs or selling fixed, but you're providing options for both in this kind of a marketplace and for any other specialty products or programs that you have. And also making sure that you're giving different down payment options. Let them choose what they want to do. Do they want to put more down and be a strongest buyer, put less down, and, and, and maybe be in a better position to have more access to cash? Let them figure that out. Just give them the options and the benefits to choose from that and use that as an advantage. And look, if they're not going to be in that home for a long time, an ARM is a great option. And, and just use the right ARM product, whether it's the longer term or shorter term, based on what gives them the best combination, based on how long they're going to be there, and creates the most savings for them at the same time. You've got to be really good today at dealing with the back end and making adjustments and creating options for adjustable rate versus fixed rate, unique products versus standard products, buy downs and pars. You want to give all of these different options and let the borrowers choose what they want. And then remember to talk about repayment plans, options for the customer too. What does that mean? Well, whatever loan they get, if they pay bi-weekly and they direct the funds to the servicer properly, or they make an extra mortgage payment a month and they dedicate it to principal, you know what? That cuts several years off their mortgage. It changes their effective interest rate, gets them closer to what they were at. There's just a lot of things you can teach them and show them. Because remember, if you pay a half a payment every two weeks in a 52-week year, that's 26 half payments or 13 total payments, you're going to get the benefit of that one additional payment each year that drops that balance much faster, creates a difference in their interest pay repayment over life alone, which means their interest rate drops. So talk about that too. Talk about the right product for the needs. In other words, what is best? It, you know, if you have a, a refi that's best because it creates the best term reduction, use that. It, you know, if you've got a home equity or a combo that you can use that creates a great deal, use that. If you got, you know, non-QM or any kind of specialty portfolio product, use that. The bottom line is know your products inside and out. Make sure you're applying the one that is absolute best for that customer situation to meet the objectives they have outlined in the answers to the questions we taught you earlier. And then always utilize your realtor network. So make sure that you are not only when you find out if they need a realtor, if they do, funneling that back to your realtor network, but utilize your realtor network. And if you have access to realtors, use them every time so you've got better control over the transaction versus the borrower just going out and using whatever realtor they want. This can work on your behalf in such great ways. These are some of the key arrows in your quiver that you want to take advantage of. The bottom line is if you use these tools, if you understand these benefits, if you approach this the right way, you're going to have a killer, killer result because you're creating value that others are not creating. Here's the bottom line. Let me, let me close with a quote from Zig Ziglar. He says, you cannot hit a target that you do not see, and you cannot see a target you do not have. Look, we want to hit the bullseye. We want to use our arrows. We want to make sure that we're doing the right things. I've given you tons of examples how to do that. Go be powerful this month. All right. Look forward to seeing you on Astale Anything coming up in a short time. God bless you, and hope you learned a lot today, and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.